Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Booker down the middle, bounces to Whitney! It's locked on jazz for the night of June. Recording at 520 in the morning. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? We'll talk about a reset button on what the Jazz and where they stand. Well, the Cavaliers have a huge effort and no love, but maybe that's better. Alec Burks is surgery. Plus, we'll touch on a few other things on this early morning quick edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Today's a big, big day in the history of Locked on Jazz because we have a sponsor today, Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. Sponsors today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Thanks to have Devin aboard, the first local sponsor of Locked on Jazz. If you want to advertise like Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate has, please Email me at dlock at zero nine at gmail.com. I've talked to a bunch of people, uh, and Devin's got an exciting deal uh, coming up for you, so we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, but let's get to our pins across the world. Let's get to our stuff. I don't know if we'll necessarily do a new trade. I think I'll share with you um, some of the insane trades that have been offered to me, uh, and nobody has seemed to like the first two uh, that have been, been out there either. So it's interesting. You know, I think this is kind of part of the exercise uh, that we're doing here is when we do this. All right, let's go. This is from Paul Rubin. I'm from Pawtuck, Rhode Island. I've been watching every single one of the Utah Jazz games since 2014 when I was re-inspired to watch the NBA after the Spurs' last incredible run. I grew up a Bulls fan. My whole family were huge Spurs fans since Timmy, Tom, Tony, Manu were drafted. And I love watching a great team Basketball. So I instantly got hooked on the Jazz the first time I watched them kill the Phoenix earlier last season with great passing, cutting, and team uh, ball. Uh, I love listening to your podcasts. You have awesome insight in the team and NBA at whole. I just wish I could mute the TV and stream your radio call. Oh, but Bowler and Matt are so great. And now with the addition of Christian Kenny, should be terrific. Uh, he truly believes the Jazz have something special going on. Paul Rubin in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, is a new B Jazz fan, and we're glad to have his pin across America. All right, let's get to the tip-off story of the day. Uh, I'm taking in all of these trades, and I've got to say, I feel like I've got to hit the stop button and ask everyone what they're doing. Now, I don't want you to send me no trade, um, and I understand it's somewhat of a fun exercise, so I don't want to go nuts here, but I'm I'm getting these trades, and really a lot of them are this in, this idea that you're blowing the team up. I mean, if I wanted to do it today, um, the trade that I that I think I would have had that was probably was this idea of trading Gordon Hayward and Derek Favors for Blake Griffin, uh, who has one year left on his contract. And the risk level of it is just insane. It's something that would only be done by somebody who's emailing me and not somebody who had the job. But I feel like we've got to hit the reset button for a second. Why, uh, first of all, 
the Jazz are on a long road progression here of where they were in the 20s to the 30s, now to the 40s of wins. That's that's difficult to do. I mean, we all look at the Warriors now as the model, but go before and look at how long the Warriors kind of sat in purgatory of of NBA and how many teams actually have done that for a long time. The second thing is, again, sometimes I think our whole mindset is different because one game that we didn't control didn't go the other way. So I've talked about this before. If Minnesota had beat Houston and we make the playoffs, or do we feel totally different about our team? I think a lot of people really would, as though there's like there's this feeling that there's some need to really bust this thing up. I get uh, from a lot from a lot of people. Um, you know, some of them are really well thought out, but there's a lot of that um, that's going on. So let me just kind of have a quick reminder with everyone that one. When we had our primary guys on the floor last year, the Jazz were terrific. They were absolutely terrific. Uh, the If you look at five-man data, four-man lineup data, when, when the main guys were on the floor, I talked about this a little bit yesterday with Favors, we were, we were absolutely fabulous. Now, do we, are we certain that Favors and Gobert together still match? Are we certain on what we have? No, there's a, still a lot of unknowns, but unknowns don't necessarily, I think, mean that you that you rip everything. The second thing is that the reason we didn't win more games last year was we lack an experience. We were the most inexperienced team in the league. Uh, a bunch of our guys were doing things for the first time. We hadn't been through it before. And when, you know, trading Derek Favors for the third pick of the draft with Boston or trading, that's not gaining experience. And most of our trades that I'm getting are, a lot of our trades I'm getting are, uh, you know, us getting one of these young guys. You know, I want Chris Dunn if he falls to five or Jamal Murray if he falls to, to five uh, in exchange for a major piece that might be might be a good trade, but just make sure that the frustration many people have is that we didn't make the playoffs. If you get younger, you're not going to make it anytime soon. Uh, so that's, and, and the experience that we gained last year, you would presume to think that it would help us. And maybe people aren't patient enough to see this, but if for some reason we were to have a problem uh, this next year and not develop, then, then you would know the answer. But I don't think, you know, I don't think presumptively anybody actually has that answer right now. And the third thing is injuries. And I, I don't know why people don't want to, you know, grab onto that. Maybe it feels like it's a cop-out excuse that's put out by coaches or something. But when you're, you know, would you trade Derek Favors for Jeff Withy? No. You Well, would you trade Rudy Gobert for Jeff Withy? No. But you did for 20 games at a time. Right? Jeff Withy started for Rudy Gobert for a, lo- for a large part of last, you know, significant portion of last season. And the fact is we didn't just fall on our face, which I think actually confused people to think that maybe some of those injuries weren't that big a deal. But, you know, Jeff Withy's a nice player. I thought he did some things really well last year. I hope he's back on the on the roster. Um, I hope he had a nice trip to Bora Bora this offseason. Uh, but this is a guy that, you know, in New Orleans, was they chose Alex Ashink and Omir Ashik instead, and then he went and started ten games for us and played fifty-one games overall, and and that's a lot. And you know, Trey Lyles and Howell Neto 
uh, were only two of, I think, seven rookies who ended up, you know, starting, uh, what was it, 20 or 30 games last year. Uh, you, you know, yeah, 30 games. And they, nobody had a team that was above 500 that started um, a rookie 30 games. We had two of them. So other than the Jazz. So I think that you, there's got to be a little bit of a quick reminder here for everyone that actually things are really heading in the right direction pretty terrifically. And a lot of these trades I'm getting, I finally just was like, whoa, we got to put a block to this. Not to – don't keep sending them. I mean, I, I like the exercise, and um, I, I just don't have a deal done today, frankly, with the negotiations with people, like a bunch of deals have not, have not come through. Um, and so we're not doing one today, but not because, and I, not because I don't have 50 of them in my box, but just as I read through most of them, um, it really is, is a case in which just the whole mentality seemed to be, uh, fairly excessive. And maybe that's just the exercise, but I thought it was worth, uh, pointing it out. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. It's a great time to sell. Realtors are seeing more buyers. Sellers are making fewer concessions to close a deal, and in some cases, multiple buyers are complete competing for single properties. Add why is that going on? Well, rates are historically low, so that makes it a good time to buy, which makes it both sides of the equation is working out for you. So if you're in the market, now is the time to get serious. And then you have to make the choice of who you're going to use. So Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate wants your business. And when I talked to Devin about, well, why would somebody want to use you? He said, you know, they really approaches real estate from the heart of a teacher. He never wants his clients to feel uncomfortable with any situation. Loves working with first-time home buyers because he can guide them through the process from start to finish. And when you need to talk to Devin, you talk to Devin. You don't get some secretary, receptionist, or coordinator. Uh, and he never, you know, there's no value in his mind of talking to him of rushing his clients into a decision they're not ready to make. And, as he joked with me, you can talk basketball in between houses. And that's something that Devin wants to do. Devin wants to give you two free jazz season tickets when you buy or sell your home with Devin Cash uh, with Equity Real Estate. He says, not just nosebleeds. Um, Certain restrictions apply. You can call for details. And most importantly, what Devin really can do for you, uh, if you're on the fence or you're at least discussing it, is Devin can give a free market analysis to help determine your home's value. Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. If you want to buy, buy or sell a house, if you know someone, call Devin, 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. One more time, that's 801-759-1495. So thank you very much to Devin Cash. He's the first um, and uh, love having uh, him aboard with us and uh, being, you know, super, super to have someone that supportive uh, to what we're doing. All right, let's uh, run through. I want to share with you uh, some of the some of the things that I have uh, been seeing from people. Uh, so one person wanted to send um, Denver would get Trey Burke and Alec Burks, and San Antonio would get the twelfth pick and a future second. And the Jazz would get Wilson Chandler and John Simmons. So the, for Wilson Chandler, who didn't play all last year, the Jazz were going to trade Alec Burks, Trey Burke, the 12th pick, and a future second. And for Jonathan Simmons. I, I emailed back. So the Jazz are giving up a 12th pick, Alec Burks, Trey, for Wilson Chandler and a D-leaguer. That trade ended at that point. Um, 
So here's uh, the next – another one was the Cavaliers get Chris Paul and Gordon Hayward. This is the insanity stuff, right? The Clippers get Kyrie Irving, Derek Favors, the 12th pick, the Jazz, future Golden State first, and the Jazz get Kevin Love, J.J. Reddick, Cole Aldridge, and a future Clippers first. So the Jazz are giving up Hayward, Favors, a first, the future first, the 12th this year, and for Kevin Love and J.J. Reddick. Really? Uh, by the way, interesting on Kevin Love. Kevin Love was traded for the number one pick of the draft. If Kevin Love's available, what pick of the draft do you go get him? He's got a contract now. It's a little funky. Uh, another person wanted to trade Dante Exum and the 12th pick for Derrick Rose, the worst offensive player uh, that was in the NBA this year. It's not retired. So uh, if you, for those who are thinking that I'm only pulling out the bad ones, no, no, I'm actually – those, those are all deals that, as the opposing general manager, um, I most certainly would have taken. Uh, the last night thoughts, uh, one is the Cavaliers had better effort, but really what's most obvious is how much more athletic they were with Richard Jefferson instead of Kevin Love. They were able to fly all over the place. Offensively, they had four out beside the three-point line with a high pick from Tristan Thompson, which then opened up driving lanes. And for whatever reason, when Kevin Love was on the floor, even though he can space the floor, they didn't have that same uh, concept going on. So that um, so that was certainly different. Defensively, they were able to fly all over the place. And the only other thing, though, and I don't want to, I don't want to dis to devalue what the uh, Cavs did when LeBron got hot in the second half and put together, you know, LeBron epic half with those jump shots and everything. They were definitely. They were terrific. But, you know, for most of the first half, what just kept jumping out to me is that the Warriors were 2 of 6 at the free throw line and 1 of 12 from 3. And they were down, I think, 9. Okay, well, realistically, they should have been 4 of 6 in the free throw line. There's two points. And somewhat realistically, they you kind of knew that they were going to – they shouldn't be 1 of 12 from 3, but they should be, at least conservatively, 4 of 12 from 3. Well, that's 11 points. And so a huge amount of that game seemed to me to be that they were – the Warriors just weren't making shots that they usually make. And the Cavaliers, with better energy and effort, probably were part of the reason. But that's why they held that lead and maintained that momentum. And then eventually they got the Warriors to to break. Um, and what I've said the whole time is I thought there would be a day in which the Cavaliers are good enough to outshoot the Warriors, which is exactly what they did. Uh, they went 12-25 from three. Shot nearly 50%. Uh, this is the game I've been talking about. If you've been listening to me, all, uh, things I've said all week or, or interviews I've done, this is exactly what the game that I suspected would happen. And I, I would suspect that the Warriors win game four and five, and this goes pretty much exactly um, to script as I, as I anticipated. Uh, this is a shorter edition of the show today. My daughter's uh, teeing off at 740 in the Utah Junior Stadium, so I need to run. Uh, but thank you. And thank you to Devin Cash for uh, his sponsorship of today's program. Uh, so glad to have Devin uh, involved and, and love the support we're getting. Uh, it's really meaningful when advertisers are willing to support Locked on Jazz. Uh, so call Devin at 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. This has been Locked on Jazz.